Good evening, everyone. I'm speaking on tonight on in-laws not knowing their place. The title is, When We Get Married Respectfully to Our Spouse, Our Mate. You know, it's supposed to be a joyous occasion. But there are times when in-laws of your spouse don't know their boundaries. And for whatever reasons, when we try to be respectable, it always seems that there's always someone in the family, an in-law, that's so disrespectful, jealous, conniving, and they just want to try to ruin what you have. Maybe they see something in you that they want for themselves or they just can't stand and they're jealous and you know sometimes in the marriage we have to watch out for the in-laws because some of them overstep their boundaries we have some that want to be all in the business we have some that want to stir up trouble we have some that just miserable as they can be You know, and I say this to say, sometimes you have to put them in their place. And when you do it in a respectable way, you know, they may not like it, but still try to cause problems. I mean, dealing with uh, people, you know, can be a hassle, especially when it comes to family members or the in-laws. You know, you have an in-law that, a sister-in-law, brother-in-law, may I say that, may want to be all up in your business because you're married to their sibling. And, you know, they take things out of context and, you know, and want to try to downplay you. So, with that being said, you know, you have to put them in a place. But there comes a time in your life when... You know, their backyard is so filthy and dirty and they just miserable all over the place. And they just want your relationship and marriage to be miserable because nothing good is going for theirs. You know, sometimes people need to stay out of other people's business and clean out their own backyard because their backyard is so filthy that they don't even have room and time enough to clean it. You know, but they, it, it's always somebody worried about somebody else. But I say that if you worry about your own backyard and clean your own backyard, you wouldn't have time to be worried about somebody else's marriage. What do someone else's marriage have to do with you? We are grown folks, you know, and I believe that being grown folks, you should worry about your own household. And if you cannot get your own household together, then you cannot focus on your own sibling's marriage because yours is not together. So you want to come into your sibling's marriage to try to destroy it because yours is destroyed. You know, so sometimes, you know, in-laws need to know their own boundaries. And if they cannot, you know, uh, get theirs together, they shouldn't be all up in yours. You know, so I say this to say that sometimes we have, as people, when we're married and and stuff like that, we got to learn how to 
work on your own marriage and keep your business to yourself in your marriage and not gossip about what you're going through in your marriage to other people, especially a hating in-law because a hating in-law love to hear gossip and love to hear what's going on in yours. So this way it, it, it could stir something more up. And then when you realize that this sibling of yours is trying to destroy to destroy what you got you got to learn how to limit yourself and not tell them anything and work on your own marriage because other people's influences of your situations and what's going on in your household could destroy your whole marriage apart so with that being said in-laws need to know their place they need to stop getting involved in other people's marriage clean out your own backyard and stop worrying about what your your siblings is doing. Never have I seen a sibling that is so jealous of the brother's marriage and the sister's marriage. And can't even stand none of her siblings' uh, spouses. Don't respect them. And when I see that, I see that something is wrong with her. You know, because she's miserable. She can't stand herself. She can't stand her own life. And she wants what they have, which is happiness, you know, and she don't have that in her own, you know. And um, sometimes when you see in-laws like that, you have to cut them off at bay completely because if you don't, it would get disastrous, you know, and it would destroy your marriage, you know. So sometimes we have to realize in-laws need to stay in their own place. Mind your business. If somebody come to you for advice, be a listener and do not give any advice, especially if it's the wrong advice. Because what's going to happen is the couple, the married couple are going to get back together after everything's all said and done and you're going to be the one left out in the cold. And I say this to say that those in-laws that are busy meddling in other people's business and trying to cause problems you need to clean out your dirty behind house clean out your backyard straighten out your marriage stop running around you know with Tom Dick and Harry while you have your husband at home okay and get your life together and focus on your own self and stop worrying about other people's stuff because your stuff is raggedy And it would never get clean if you don't fix it. You know, so I say this to say, in-laws need to know their own place and stay out of other people's marriages and problems. Be blessed. Have a good night. Good morning. I'm coming on this morning to talk to you about how much do you love your parents? How much do you value them? In the Bible, God says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first command. In your days on earth, well belong. Do we take that into consideration? Now, as for our father, he is our provider and our protector. A mother is the one who carries the child for nine months, goes into labor, pushes us out, 
and have to nurture us the rest of the way, feed us, hold us, change our pampers, wipe us down. The mother do the majority of the work. The father helps in pitching sometimes. But as time in our life, as we get older, sometimes we kind of drift off and get into our own things and don't want to listen to our parents. And sometimes things in our life happen in our lives with parents where, you know, sometimes parents aren't able to handle the full responsibility as parents and, you know, situations happen where we won't be raised or couldn't be raised by our parents and we walk around, you know, with bitterness and emptiness and want to hold these things over our parents' head. But God said to forgive. And when you continually walking around bitter and holding things against our parents and throwing up the past at your parents and throwing things in their face, you know, um, you can't be forgiving either because God says forgive because I forgive you, you know, so people that walk around with a bitter heart and can't forgive and want to always point the finger, I remember this and remember that and you did this to me, you did that to me and I remember when this happened, you know, you got to remember someday you're going to have kids too, so the same way you treat your parents is the same way your children is going to do you. And these are why the generation curse, generational curses happens because how you do is what's going to happen to you. We must be led by example as far as loving our parents, treating our parents right, and forgiving and not to keep remembering and throwing the past and stuff in, in their face. You know, because... You know, if you're going to go on like that in life, what's going to happen is, you know, God forbid, you, you know, you want to walk around with emotions and, and, and tied up in the past and things like that. And you're ignoring your parents, acting like they don't exist because you want to hold on to the past. What's going to happen when your parents die, one of your parents die, and, and you didn't get a chance to face off and talk to them, and you're egging them, and every time, you know, your mother or, or father tries to call you, you you ignore their calls, you act like you don't want to be bothered, you don't come around and see them, and and you, you're holding on to stupid stuff from the past. What's going to happen is that when your parents shall ever leave this world you're gonna be the one really destroyed in the mind because you're gonna hold the torture you're gonna hold the pain you're gonna hold everything because you're gonna say I should have listened I should have reached out more I should have came and visit my mother and I should have did this I should have did that and it's too late to make up try to make up you can't make up because they're gone now so, I mean, God says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first command, and your days on this earth will be long. And a lot of people don't get it. They want to walk around with, you know, feelings of hurt, pain, past pain, and trauma, of this and that. It's time to make up and stop the nonsense because once your parents is gone, you can't never get that time back. You can't never get that time back. You know, so right now, while you have the time when they're alive, it's time to make up and it's time to really forget about things and forgive and move on because that stuff that you're holding on to, that stuff that you're really feeling on the inside is eating you up just like a cancer. 
you know, so, you know, you're going to be the one in the end holding the bag. You're going to be the one in the end, you know, regretting, saying, oh, you know, I should have really, I felt my mother, I did this and I did that. And I mean, you don't want to sit there and say that, you know, instead of having those type of feelings, do what God says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first command because their days on this earth will be long. You know, and that's a given promise. And now if you don't do those things, you're going to have to deal and face off with God. Because, you know, life is very short these days. And people take a lot of things for granted. You could talk to people till you're blue in the face and say, listen, you know, come see your mother. Come see this. Come come visit her. Come spend time with her. And you still don't want to do it. But guess what? You're the one in the end that's going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it because you want to be stuck in your own ways. But I'm telling you right now, you're going to feel it when they're no longer here. You are going to feel it. I guarantee you, you're going to feel it because you were told to come around. You were told to come visit your mother. You were told to put everything to the side and just come around and forget about everything and, 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 and love your mother. Love your mother and your father. Value your parents. And see, another thing is, these women don't understand how a man really treats his mother is how he would treat you. If he can't love his mother and want to hold the past against his mother, he's not going to love you. Because he's going to do the same thing he did to his mother. If he didn't have no respect for you, he's not going to have... If he didn't have no respect for his mother, he ain't going to have respect for you. And I'm letting you know that. So you have to learn and put things aside Put your differences aside because life is short. Put it to the side and forgive and forget and move on. And value and love your parents. Love them while they're alive. Okay, because this is a promise from God. This is a commandment from God. Love your parents. If they are alive, love them and treat them right while they're still here. Because you do not want to walk around with the regret and pain for you not being close to them, not calling them, not coming to see them and ignoring them, you're going to be the one holding that pain and torture. And you can't blame nobody else but yourself. So right now, honor, love, and cherish your parents. Good morning. Be blessed.